1: Come on sit. turn it around open the windows of heaven pour out a blessing overflow turn it is sufficient for you second corinthians 6 we're going to link second corinthians 5 with it next week so second corinthians chapter 6 we read from verse 3 we give no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed but in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of god we behave ourselves in whatever situation we're passing through. We actually carry ourselves. You know, we present ourselves. We hold up ourselves as ministers of God. Now, Paul was not just saying this about himself and about others who were ministers with him. He was also saying that to challenge the Corinthians. To say that you got to carry yourselves as ministers of God, as servants of God, as co-workers with God. Because that's what he actually started with in verse 1. We then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Meaning we plead with you to be workers together with him. We are pleading with you that you will walk with God. Just as we are workers together with God, we are also saying, please walk with God. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. Use his grace to walk in his vineyard. So he was challenging the Christians. He was challenging the Christians to live up to the ministry or live up to the gospel. Live up to the grace of God. And he's saying, we behave ourselves so that the ministry or the gospel... It's not blamed. In verse 4, it says, But in all things, we commend ourselves as ministers of God or as servants of God, as co-workers together with God. In everything, if you begin to read the list of the things in here, basically, he's saying, in everything, in everything, whatever the situation may be, that we use the grace of God. We use the grace of God to behave ourselves. We use the grace of God to commend ourselves, to show ourselves as children of God. When patience was needed, the grace of God provided the patience. When in tribulations, in needs, in distresses. Now, do you see that as an apostle, as ministers of God, you can be in distresses. You can be in needs. Amen? Do you see that? But in all things we commend or present ourselves, we show ourselves As ministers of God. As Christians. In whatsoever situation you are passing through. Show yourself. Present yourself as a Christian. Let people see you as a Christian. That situation may call for patience. It may be in tribulations. You may be in needs. You may be going through distresses. In fact, stripes and imprisonment. Wow. Christians in in imprisonment. Not because of wrongdoing. Amen. In torments. In labors. In sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by evil report and good report. Even people will talk bad about you. When they talk bad about you, when they gossip about you on your job, what do you do? I'm going to stand up to their face. I'm going to blow them up. That will not be christian amen you're going to challenge them and you're going to crush them out uh-uh. a christian won't behave like that you are not presenting yourself as a christian as a minister of god as a servant of god as a servant of god because if you are a christian you are a minister of god please hear that really if somebody were to ask if you are truly a christian somebody were to ask you are you a minister please say yes because that's what it is that's who you are you are a minister you are a man of god you are a woman of god amen you don't have to have a collar around your neck you don't have to have gone to a ministerial institution or whatever it is if you are a christian you are a minister of god you are a child of god you are a servant of god so you got to present yourself you got to carry yourself like that and the grace of god is sufficient for you to do just that. As deceivers, they call you a deceiver, that you are true. As unknown, that you are well known to God. They don't know you, they don't care about you, they don't recognize you, that God knows you. You are well known. As dying, and behold, we live. As chastened and yet not killed, mm-hmm. as dying. For everything that is said here, there is a story behind it. Amen. There were times, there was a particular time that they stoned him and they left him to die. And they left him. They just walked away. He rose up later. As die and behold we live. As chastened and not killed. How many stripes did they give him? They flogged him like Jesus. They gave him 39 stripes like Jesus. They flogged him. He said, as chastened yet not killed. As sorrowful yet always rejoicing. As poor, yet making many rich. As having nothing, and yet possessing all things. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, it's really humbling for Apostle Paul to be t- talking about those challenges. Let's look at these. Yes, chapter 2, First Corinthians chapter 2. And high brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you. Except Jesus Christ and him crucified, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. Say, when I came to you, I came in weakness, even in fear, because when it... Just before he came here, he was tortured, he was afflicted, they beat him, and all of that. So, when he came to them, he was not in top shape, physically speaking. He was not feeling good when he came to them. Amen? Maybe he was still thinking that the people that beat him were still coming behind. He came to them in weakness, he came to them in trembling, in fear. And he spoke the word of God still, he preached the word of God still. Not with persuasive words. Not with you no know, eloquent words. But the power of God was still present. Amen? The power of God was still present. And he said that God did that so that your faith will not rest in the wisdom of man. The wisdom of man is what they see. Amen? If they don't see it, they don't believe it. Amen? That is the wisdom of man. You don't want to sit on this chair because it doesn't It can't support you. You can see that it can't support you. That's the wisdom of men. Amen? But for your faith to rest in the wisdom of God means that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but you still believe God. Our faith must not rest in the wisdom of men. Must not rest in science. Must not rest in technology. Must not rest in our intelligence. Must not rest in what we see or cannot see. Our faith must rest in God. That whatever it is. Whatever we're going through, our faith must rest in God. And I believe in 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians said, When you received me, even though I was with you in weakness, you received the word of God, not as the word of man, but as the word of God in truth. Amen. My grace is sufficient for you. The grace of the Lord is sufficient for your every need, for our every need. Let us stay in the place of grace. Let's stay in the place of grace, in his presence. And let us not go beyond the premises of grace. Let us not go beyond the premises of grace, beyond the fence of grace. Let us not go outside the fence. Let's stay within the place of grace. Because if we go outside, we are on our own. And Moses pleaded with God and said, Lord, if you're not going to go with us, don't take us or don't let us go. We are not going, except you go with us. Because God said, I was not going to go with you. He said he wasn't going to go with them. And Moses pleaded with God, if you have shown me grace, show grace to these, your people, in being with us, in going with us, and God said, okay, I'll go with you, and I will give you rest. Meaning my presence, my grace will go with you, and I will give you rest. The grace of the Lord will give you rest in the name of Jesus may the grace of the lord the presence of the lord give you rest in jesus name amen hallelujah lord in the name of jesus teach us to stay in your presence teach us to remain in the premises of your grace teach us to abide in your house to stay in your word Allow your spirit to work within us. For indeed, your grace already went ahead of us and prepared a place ahead of us. So that when we get there, things will be taken care of. Lord, establish our hearts. Not in understanding, not in anything, not in intelligence. Establish our our life in your grace. Establish our faith in your grace in the name of Jesus. May our faith be established in the power of God, upon the power of God, not on the